1: Hi, I'm Ben Harper. Hey, this is Brad Mukulich. Hey, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. This is Smooth Best
0: Henderson. Hi, this is William Duvall. Singer of Alice and Hi, this is Jim Cuddy from Blue Radio Hi, I am Zach Ward.
2: Hey guys, it's Alexis DeJoria, seven-time NHRA National Event Champion. Hey, what's
0: going on? This is Bubbles. This is Ricky. This is Julian, and you're listening to the podcast Podcast, baby.
3: <laughs> when was the last time you went to a pro sports game, like hockey, football, basketball, soccer? You know, it was weird over COVID, hey? The fake crowd noise, like, brutal. Nobody in the stands, I mean, happy to see that's in the rear view mirror. You know, we do our best every year, my family, to, to make it to a handful of games. Of course, fairly expensive, but mostly it's the Canucks and the Whitecaps. My kids play ice hockey, micro footie, so it's kind of their sports of choice. And quite honestly, the best bang for your buck is soccer. Great atmosphere, the game and the action is top notch. So it's pretty cool to have grabbed Whitecaps FC goalkeeper Thomas Hassall is a guest of the podcast this week. First soccer
4: memory would be like probably like U four, U five, like raining pitch, just <laughs> running up, like being a defender, and then the coach telling you, you can run up and go up. Um, I think that's my earliest memory of the game.
3: Joining Whitecaps goalkeeper Thomas Hassall this week is certified sex therapist Dr. Emily Jamia.
5: I was studying psychology um, in, in my undergraduate program and I took a human sexuality elective and I just found it to be really fascinating.
3: Pretty good week, if I do say so myself. You'll hear from a Grammy award-winning Latin artist, our musical guest this episode in just a minute. Coming up shortly, maybe 10, 15 minutes, in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, retired NHL goaltender, one of the best to do it, former Edmonton Oilers netminder Grant Fuhr talking about being inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. That is powered by our friends at Puff. Did you know that you can get 20% off regularly priced cannabis accessories and apparel with the code TODDCAST in store and online through puff.ca? So puff, puff, pass that code along to all your 420-friendly buddies. First, our first guest of three, this week's musical guest, Grammy Award winner for Best Latin Pop Album at this year's ceremonies, Alex Cuba. That is brought to you by Pineapple Sound, a recording and mixing studio in Langley since 2013. They do welcome podcasts beyond bands, of course, voiceover actors, and a lot more. Anything you can do in a recording studio. And they'll even rent out the entire facility to you. If you're interested in that, talk to Dave through Pineapple Sound. Dot com. Now Alex Cuba recorded his award-winning Mendo album at his home in Smithers up in northern BC, moving to Canada after growing up in Cuba, just outside of Havana.
6: When I when I was growing up and stuff in Cuba, um oof, so many I I I don't even remember. For some reason the thing that I remember the most was the moment that I have um, the first encounter, let's put it that way, with a, an electric base. And that brings me back, that takes me back to to that concert that I saw. A band from Havana came to my town. I, I am from a town about 50 minutes, about an hour outside of Havana city. Uh, it's called Artemisa and Cuba is considered, of course, the country, right? Sure. Um, it's not even a, a suburb, it's, it's the country. Still, it's like 80,000 people talk. So this band, I think it was La Orquesta Reve, a popular band from, from Cuba, came to my town, and that was the first time I was, I was uh, between 11 and, and 13 years old. Oh, young. I saw this, yeah, and yeah. Saw this electric, electric bass, and I said to my dad, what the hell is that? And he said, oh, that's an electric, that's an electric bass. And he's like, you like it? And I'm like, no, I like it. No, I want one now. And so my dad did whatever he needed to do moving you know everything in his on his path to make it happen and he got me a bass a month later I had a bass yeah. in my hands and and I began there and that was the point of no return for me in music.
3: And talk about a cool story. I mean you've heard musicians on this podcast over the last couple of years, talking about what a drag COVID was and how hard it was to find inspiration during the pandemic. I mean, they straight up lost creativity, which is not the case with Alex Cuba.
6: I've been saying uh, on my shows, you know, the ones that I just started playing recently down in the Okanagan and I did two shows with the symphony, et cetera, et cetera. And I've been saying that, you know, I almost felt bad when I started saying it, but but then I realized that Maybe it's something that people want to hear, people need to hear, is that not everything was bad out of the pandemic, for me, at least for me, right? And I'm sure for many other people. But I'm saying that because um in my case, the pandemic when cheering was impossible, everything was stay in your house, we don't know, you know what's gonna happen next. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I was, you know, like so strong and whatever, you know, the beginning of it was. For me, it was kind of intense when I when when the idea of such amount of uncertainty started sinking into my mind. I had a little bit of a tough time at the beginning, but then something happened um, that allowed me to switch to my creative side and really embrace that. You know,
3: I think we talked with Alex for just over half an hour, and you can hear it now at our iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. You can see it at our YouTube account as well they're all at toddcast podcast we talked family the shows that he was binge watching we talked baseball and karate bodybuilding came up and of course the career highlight of winning a grammy
6: well um it is definitely the biggest prize that music has uh, all over the world you know it's the biggest award for music and just in the personal um what, what, what i think once in a while is man this is the award that heroes you know people that i look up to people that have changed the course of music yeah, like i don't know michael jackson earth Wind and fire you name it you know you name it right and i'm like this is the, s- the same award again because it's is the american Grammy. It's, 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 and in latin music is the biggest category you know so to win for a dude from cuba that emigrated to canada 23 years ago that came to Smithers tw- almost 20 years ago, that recorded this album in his living room to win this thing down there is is, is, is uh, mentally dangerous. <laughs> 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 Let's just put it that way. It's mentally dangerous. <laughs>
3: And you're going to love how Alex found out that he won that Grammy award for the best Latin pop album while driving through a snowstorm just outside of Quinnell in Northern BC.
6: I made the decision to drive w- during the, the, the hours that I knew the Grammys were going to be happening because my publicist, uh, like an hour before or two, uh, forward to me the, the program, you know, how it was going to run. Yep. And, I, and I knew, so I said to myself, let me drive. So that I am, um, I'm not glued to the, the the screen of my phone, right? Because otherwise I would have been like this, you know. The whole. Sure. Thing.
3: <laughs> Understandably,
6: yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so we, we start, and we are approaching Quenell, and the phones go out of service, I guess, all of that, and it starts snowing, and I'm like, man, I could have been now in Vegas, of course, you know. And instead we're here, returning to winter. <laughs> it totally felt like it was, we were going back to winter
3: yeah yeah
6: and and suddenly the phones you know got back on service and all of a sudden the phone rings in the car i had it connected to the bluetooth in the car i answered i didn't recognize the number because sometimes it doesn't tell you the name of the person just the number and we are all you know who remembers numbers (laughs) but anyway yeah it was my publicist it was my publicist from new york um who has been trying to get in touch with me for the last i don't know 10 minutes right and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I, I need you to send me a quote for uh, uh, the media. And, and I'm like, hey, well, hold on a minute. What are you talking about? Oh, you don't know? No, we don't know why. I said, you won't. Oh, my God. Nice.
7: <laughs>
6: when he said when well, he started screaming. We started screaming through the car. Uh, I've been saying I'm proud that I kept the car on the road, you know, because it was a really freaky, surreal moment, you know. And then we were like ten, 10 minutes out, and he said, I need you to park now and, and send me a quote right away because uh, we need to spread the news. Uh, so we stopped in Cornell, and my son in the, was sleeping in the backseat, and I woke him up and said, hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? I just want to go and he started screaming too. And then it was a super surreal moment thought. It's like, oh my God, it's the first time that I, anything like that happens to me in my life.
1: Musical guests of the ToddCast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com. Nude Vodka Soda powers the ToddCast podcast. Sugar and sweetener free with just 100 calories and zero carbs per serving. Visit them online at nudebeverages.com. And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the ToddCast podcast.
3: When you talk about the best goaltenders to have played in the NHL, retired Edmonton Oilers goaltender amongst others, Grant Fuhrer has to be in the conversation, Hockey Hall of Famer, 2003, brilliant in the 80s with the Oilers, helping destroy teams on the way. Five Stanley Cups, played in six All-Star games. He's elite in all aspects. Truly, you cannot get much better. And when Grant was a guest, we talked about All things hockey, as you might expect, like his first memory, playing with Gretzky, Messier, Curry, Anderson, realizing your true potential, how he's had his jersey retired. We got into his thoughts on legalized marijuana, Deadpool, and the superpower of X-ray vision, binge-watching NCIS and horror movies came up, so did rivals in the NHL and how hard it was for him to retire. And stop me if you've heard this before... Grant talked about being inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. A nice individual accolade for being lucky enough to play on good teams. <laughs> it it shows you're kind of, you're a part of good teams. What still stands out from the day you're, you're inducted to the to the Hall of Fame? Uh, probably that you actually have to stand there and make a speech. I'm not one for speeches, so oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the hard part, because you're standing there and you don't want to forget anybody. Right. Cause there's so many people that help you along the way that, You just want to make sure you don't forget anyone. And how many times, is it Lisa, is your your wife? How many times did you you run that by her? Actually, we were married at that time, so... Okay. I ran it by my kids once or twice, and I was going to write a speech, and then I decided to just wing it. Oh, really? Yeah, I I do better
1: winging it than I do writing things down, so... Stop me if you've heard this before. On the Toddcast Podcast, is brought to you by Pop purveyors of quality cannabis accessories since 1995. Use promo code TODDCAST and get 20% off regularly priced accessories and apparel in-store and online at puff.ca.
3: Almost has an old school Kings of Leon vibe, doesn't it? His name is JP Maurice and a new song for him called Runaway. If you hadn't picked that up, you can find that on his latest album called pressure makes diamonds and no question, no pun intended here. I guess pun intended, maybe one of the jewels in Vancouver's music scene. I mean, both as a performer and as a producer, he's been doing some incredible work out of Blue Light Studio in East Vancouver for years. He actually bought into that studio after he placed second, uh, I think it was, was it 2015? Anyway, it's 1027 The Peak's performance project where he won 75 grand and bought into that studio, which of course, savvy move, a brilliant move really. And yeah, great performer as well. He's done a couple shows for the podcast over the years. Perhaps when we get things rolling again, happening very soon. I can't wait to announce. Maybe we'll get uh, JP playing again. You heard Nicholas Rage, and that's a band out of Edmonton, and their song is Gravity, probably one of the best uh, indie songs, indie rock songs from last year or the year before. I guess it's almost a year and a bit old now. And we're going to have their singer, actually, come on as a guest next month. Uh, again, here's another band. Without question, one of the best indie rock bands in Canada, present day of the last, you could even go back, like a decade. Coming up in just a few minutes, in listen to this, Black Label Society frontman Zach Wild talking about his time playing with Ozzy Osbourne and the key he thinks to longevity as a band in the music industry. That is powered by our friends at Tedco RV Supplies out in Langley. RV service and repair, ICBC accredited. Yes, they are. You can find them on Facebook and on Twitter. At Tedco RV Supplies. First, the second of three podcast guests this week is our sporting guest. He is your goalkeeper for the Whitecaps FC, Thomas Hassall, which is powered by Capit Chilliwack, providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. Tulis, tonneau covers, rooftop tents, camping chairs, which are absolutely amazing step bars, floor liners, you name it, high quality aftermarket vehicle accessories, find them of course in Chilliwack, but also online at facebook.com/chinoaccapit. A great to get Thomas Hassall on a Zoom call as a longtime fan of the team, the Whitecaps FC, quite literally since, you know, as a little kid and it was Bob Leonard doozy playing with those guys. Remember when they used to put out those super Socko drinks, Do you remember those anyway, Thomas, I mean, we talked about the music that was in his house as a kid growing up. He shared a story about his grandfather who also was a keeper in the game. We talked about goalkeepers. Now, are they just like hockey goalies where everyone says, yeah, it's a few bricks short of a load to play that position.
4: If you ask most people, they say, yeah, Yeah, (laughs) goalkeepers gotta be different and for the most part, I agree. I think you diving at people's feet, putting your way, putting yourself in the way of a ball. Um, people are trying to score, trying to smash it at you, and you just got to stand there, and take it. I think you got to have
3: something different about you. Hundred um, percent. Like what? How fast are those balls coming at you? Sometimes.
4: Yeah, sometimes they come pretty quick. Um, like I honestly, I don't even know how. hundred k? Do you think? Yeah, something like that. I think I was more into the speed and stuff when I was a kid, but I have no idea anymore. But there's definitely something about you. Um, And I've definitely known a few crazy goalkeepers.
3: It was a fairly quick conversation with Whitecaps goalkeeper Thomas Hassall. 15 minutes posted now at our iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube accounts. Again, you can find them at Toddcast Podcast. Talked about binge watching suits. Great show. Fake crowd noise at pro sports during COVID. Already talked about that hated it growing up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan and realizing your true potential. It was always my dream
4: since as long as I can remember. Yeah. I think, I think definitely coming on trial when I was 14 was like, wow, this could be an opportunity and that could lead somewhere one day. Um, and then it really would have been when I was probably 15, 16 when I was like, okay. Um, I really feel like I am good enough to get there and then progress through the stages and get to the next level. Okay. Uh, obviously, there was tons and tons of work to be done through there in different steps. Um, coming into the academy, working through the levels, um, seeing what the first team was like, being with the youth national teams. And then each one of those, you're like, it's almost turning more and more into reality. Uh, so there's a lot of different spots in your career where you think like, OK, this is definitely something you could do.
3: Yeah, for sure. And uh, you credit your grandfather for kind of getting me introduced and really ramped for the sport. He was a a goalkeeper as well, was he not?
4: Yes, he was. He was a huge soccer fan, biggest one I know. And he would, he would always watch my games, like playing with the national team. He'd be up in Czech Republic at like 3 a.m. watching uh, on the big screen, no matter what. And he was, he was all in it with me. He definitely introduced me, kind of helped me get a passion for the game. And That would have been one of the best things in the world if he was able to see me play with the first team and play professionally.
3: I mean, we really got into it with Thomas. You'll need to listen or watch the full interview online talking about pranks that he's been involved in, time travel, teleportation. Selena Gomez came up, so did Moon Knight and the Batman. And Thomas talked about the career highlight of playing U-20 in Costa Rica.
4: Yeah, that, I think, playing with the U-20s in Costa Rica is one of the biggest was a huge indicator in my career and gave me a lot of belief and confidence. I was, I just joined the Whitecaps Academy when I was 17. And then I think two months came by and I went with the 18s with Canada. And then four months later I was with the U-20s and I was, I was like the youngest guy there. Um, And it wasn't technically like my cycles in 97s, not the 99s. Yeah. And then my only goal, the entire, like went home in the Christmas break was like, set my mind on this u20s everything i did um, was all about that like my entire my life was just surrounding getting into that and then i got a call to come in out of like like nowhere like nobody could have expected it but it was just what i set my mind to what i prepared for what i did everything i possibly could and i i put it out there to motivate myself and then once i got into that and played down there at the qualifiers as an underage player um that gave me the belief in my career to be like, okay, well, if I can set my mind to it and I put the work in and I truly do it, then I can do it. And that's when I was like, I can do, I can make it to the first team. I can be a professional footballer. I can put my mind to something and I can do it.
1: Todd Cast sporting guest visits are powered by Capit Chilliwack, providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. Online at facebook.com slash Chilliwack
2: Need me so we
1: podcast podcast is powered by Milano coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world online at milanocoffee.ca. And now listen to this on the Toddcast podcast.
3: Without a doubt, you could put Black Label Society frontman, Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist, Zach Wilde among the most influential in rock. His work with Ozzy alone speaks volumes. Get into his stuff with Pride and Glory, of course, his current longtime band, Black Label Society. Zach was brought into Ozzy's family when he was hired to replace Jake E. Lee. Just a monster player. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. One of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. If you don't already follow Zach on social media, do that. Mention he's funny, but he's always doing goofy shit. And of course, playing a ton of really cool videos as well. And last time that Zach was a guest We talked about the new Black Label album, Doom Crew Inc., and how it was specifically made as a double guitar album. We got him to pick his Deserted Island albums. He talked about the shows that he was binge-watching. The Ronnie James Dio Hologram Tour came up. So did Gambling, Yacht Rock, New Wave and Elton John, Marvel vs. DC, Star Wars and Star Trek. And Zach talked about Black Label Society's longevity. They're coming up on 25 years as a band. And he touched on Ozzy's 1991 album, No More Tears. And what a time for music. Listen to this. Yeah. I mean the the funny thing is I just looked at I mean, even when we had the twentieth anniversary record,
0: yeah. Uh when we did the Sonic Brew thing, it was like, you know, I have my uh, all my old guitar player magazines and stuff like that from the seventies and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh But I had Keith Richards on there probably from 76 or something, 77, whatever it said, 16 years with the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. And I was just laughing, going, now they're on 60 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, but but then, like, I mean, that was all uncharted territory. No rock bands lasted 16 years. None. Dude, like not even go back to like like the Beatles,
3: you know, the the Beatles when they did like, they were like, Oh, you're six years in. Yeah. Like, did you ever dream? Same thing yeah, for Zeppelin, totally. all those guys, right?
0: Yeah, no, but I mean, that's what you said, like Zeppelin, like 12 years is a long existence for a rock band, you know what I mean? So 16, so, I mean, here's Black Label, we're on what now, 22 years, something like that. You know? And yeah. also, yeah, it just flies by. I mean, a No More Tears thing is 30 years ago.
3: I know, right? Yeah.
0: You know? So Dude, I mean, so
3: many albums came like in 1991. That was when I, I graduated high school in 91. And like, you know, Aussie, Chili Peppers, Metallica, uh, Nirvana, yeah, Pearl Jam—like huge. You look back now, and I mean, now now they're considered almost classic albums. Yeah, there was a ton of them that came out that year for sure. Yeah, not a doubt.
1: Listen to this on the Todd Cast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Find them online at TedcoRVSuppliesInc.com.
7: the end Come a little closer than you Put me on a leash again So take a picture and cry A little can shut you
3: hearing that one a ton on Evolution 107.9 here in Vancouver. It's BCIT's campus radio station. They added that song a few months back and have it in regular rotation. The band is Gone Sugar Die, and the song is Heartbreak Jewelry, and you're only a few days away from seeing them, actually, downtown Vancouver. This Saturday, May 21st, they are playing at the Red Room. I have yet to see these guys. I want to. Not sure I can make it out to that. I've got something already planned for Saturday, but hopefully I can do some some shuffling, and, and we'll be there. Play Just Spendo, and their latest song is called Easy to Lie. And I believe that they made the top three of the Railways Battle of the Bands, and for good reason. I mean, these guys are I mean, solid, solid band, great players, killer songs. It doesn't hurt that they're also good guys as well. They've played a couple, two, three shows for the podcast over the years. And if you hear of them playing anywhere near you, make the effort to be there. You will not be disappointed. Speaking of live music, find a small list of indie shows happening with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. Shoot us the shows too if you're playing a show, maybe checking it out if it's indie, we'll post it up at the website. That is brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. We're talking over 40 years experience in the music industry. It's a great place to jam. Every band that I've talked to that goes there absolutely loves it. Amazing rooms and great rates. You can find out more through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, our final guest of episode 275. Wow, chucking stones to 300. This week's entertainment and lifestyle guest is certified sex therapist, Dr. Emily Jamia. That is powered by Canuck Auctions, Canada's largest memorabilia and collectibles auction house. was in fact on their site just a few days back. So many great comic books and hockey cards and collectibles. It is truly insane. You can find them at canuckauctions.com. Now we originally came across Dr. Jamia on Instagram. She has just a super positive vibe. The account is really cool. She's great vibes all around. And we just thought that she'd be a really great guest. And as we do, we, you know, we cover a lot of ground with Emily, like experimenting in the bedroom, gaining trust in the relationship, what to do if you're stuck in the friend zone.
5: Interesting. I mean, it's hard to answer without having a little bit more information, but you know, I think I had a, a question come through that was kind of similar to this, that, It was a guy who was so afraid, uh, of coming off as like predatory or pushy that he kind of like disconnected from his sexual energy when interacting with women. And I, I'm just wondering if maybe that could be what's happening a little bit here, you know, obviously we needed the me too movement and a lot needs to change in terms of consent and patriarchy and all of those things. But I think a lot of men feel a little, inhibited or scared to come off too strong. And so it's a really fine line, I think, between developing the skills you need to, to communicate and an interest sexually and to flirt and to find banter and to make that clear for people. And so I'm wondering if maybe it's that, um, if that is in part, what might be going on for this guy.
3: Could be also the other side of the coin where he maybe he's just a bit of a pushover, Like, again, we don't really know the specifics of Patrick. Yeah,
5: hard to say, hard to say.
3: But, um, you know, maybe it's just that he needs to take the bull by the horns.
5: Right, right. And just that's what I'm saying, like be a little more assertive and people can be assertive and clear about their interests while also, you know, being respectful and, you know, maintaining boundaries. Um, But it's something a lot of times I think people just have to experiment with trial by error, uh, trial and error before they can find a good balance between the two.
3: The full talk with certified sex therapist, Dr. Emily Jamia is now posted. It's close to half hour long. You can hear it. You can see it. It's another Zoom chat at our iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Of course, our YouTube account as well. She shared a near-death story, talked about seeing Alanis Morissette and the Chili Peppers in concert. PDA came up. So did uncircumcised men. And the fact that female Viagra does not exist, although they are working on it.
5: I can tell you, there is no such thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Believe me, the pharmaceutical companies are working really hard to create a female Viagra, but there's really nothing good available on the market. There was a drug that came out a few years ago that was kind of marketed as the female Viagra. Um, but not that many women noticed much of a positive effect from it. Plus you know, you couldn't have a drink if you took the medication, plus it was causing low blood pressure and people were passing out. So (laughs) a lot of people sort of realized, you know, maybe the benefits here aren't really worth the side effects. And we also need to be careful when we're marketing anything or describing anything as a female Viagra, you know, what Viagra, does is help a penis become erect. It works on arousal. Um, and what I think a lot of people are wanting a female Viagra for is to boost desire, which is a little bit of a different phenomenon. Um, and there are so many factors that affect one's desire for sex. And what we find is, you know, you can pump a guy full of testosterone all day long. If, he is too anxious, if there is too much stress going on at work, or, you know, there can just be a million things that can actually over um, ride the effects of things like testosterone or Viagra in that guy's desire or ability to get an erection. And so you always want to ask yourself first what could be impacting my sexual desire? Is it my individual health? Is it my mental health? Are there relationship dynamics at play that maybe aren't making me feel very attracted to my partner? Is there conflict? Is there, a, am I getting adequate sleep? at night? Am I getting enough exercise? Am I stressed out all the time? Is work putting a lot of pressure on me? Are kids putting a lot of pressure on me? So there could just be so many things that influence desire. And at this time, we don't have a medication that can overpower lifestyle for a lot of people. So yeah, it's, believe me, they're working on oh, it but working. so far. <laughs> we haven't struck gold.
3: We had a really good talk with Dr. Jamia. Uh, she brought up being interviewed for Oprah's magazine and meeting Lisa Ling. We talked about being able to see the future and the superpower of flight. The Beatles, Mick Jagger came up binge watching Lotus and succession. And what's the hard and fast rule about dating your friend's ex?
5: Oh man, that's a great question. You know, I would, I don't know that there's like a right answer to that. I would say you need to talk to your friend and, you know, make sure it's not going to somehow negatively impact the friendship. If it's a really close friend, there's a good chance that they may not really feel comfortable with that. That could create some awkwardness, you know? Yeah. You may not be, other people may have absolutely no issue with it. You know, I think everybody is a little bit different. I always try to, you know, I don't encourage being possessive about people and, you know, certainly not in relationships, but sometimes things get a little awkward after a breakup. And so, you know, you can imagine how that might feel for the ex-girlfriend and your friend. Like if the three of you were hanging out together, that might be a little bit uncomfortable. And so my advice would be to talk to your friend first and see how it would affect the friendship and how they would feel about it before making that call.
1: Podcast, podcast, entertainment guest visits are powered by Canuck Auctions, Canada's largest memorabilia and collectibles auction house. Find them online at canuckauctions.com.
7: Not ready to sing this song. They say the writing's on the wall.
3: Find me another band in Vancouver with riffs that are more crushing and punishing. I'll wait. The band is called dead quiet and a track off their last album. I guess their latest album called truth and ruin. That song is forever unsung and they are currently working on new music. You'll be happy to hear. if you're a betting person, throw down 20 bucks on red that you'll hear that album probably this summer. Now it's not a hundred percent, but from talking with the boys, it's not a bad bet to take. Looking forward to next week AEW wrestler Kyle O'Reilly is a guest.
4: I love the British Bulldogs and Hogan and Macho Man and then of course um Bret Hart was a huge influence on me. Um the Hart family in general, you know Owen as well. And then The Undertaker, like he's a guy that like actually put, you know, feet like I really believed him. Like I know this this gimmick or whatever you want to call it is ridiculous. This guy is back from the dead but as a kid, I hook, line, and sinker, I was into it, and I believed it wholeheartedly, and uh, he's another one. And then, of course, Stone Cold took my fandom to like the next level because he was really kind of just an absolute mega star at that time for sure. me at that age of being a 12-year-old and seeing Austin come out and smash beers and, and beat the crap out of the boss. It was the best, right? What a time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, totally. It's really, it was really pretty cool
3: yeah we had a great talk with Aew wrestler Kyle O'Reilly, of course, a local boy. He's from Vancouver, He doesn't live here anymore. He lives in in Florida. but you'll hear more of that conversation next week next week another grammy award winner fantastic negrito is on the podcast and voiceover talent amanda sellers straight up she is one of the best in the business of course big thanks to this week's guests as well alex cuba dude i mean great to connect and how crazy is it that you're the cousin of one of my longest running friends talk about small world congrats on the grammy win incredible I look forward to perhaps tipping back a couple beers one of these days. Whitecaps FC goalkeeper, Thomas Hassall, Thank you for taking the time to join us as well. Big fan of the team. Go Caps, go. Good luck with the rest of the season. And sex therapist, Dr. Emily Jamia. Same to you. Appreciate you taking the time to be a guest and keep doing what you're doing online. You have a great presence and we would love to have you back on the podcast sometime in the future. And I think that's going to do it for this one. Episode 275. Wow. My name is Todd Hancock. I say wow, because like, honestly, expected to get to maybe 20. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends. If you didn't like what you heard and you're here right now, really, really tell me and I'll fire everybody. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We're also on YouTube. You can find all of the uh, videos and the interviews that we do with all of our guests at our YouTube. Comment and rate the podcast. It helps out. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. Of course, huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. We straight up, we couldn't do it without them. You can find links to all sponsor websites at Hancock ca if you'd like to sponsor the podcast you can for as little as 10 bucks a day it's cheap it's like porsche contact info is at the homepage. if you help us find a sponsor we will give you a commission based on that ad buy so keep that in mind if you know business that gets outside of the box advertising lots of social media love let them know about us and we'll take it from there till next week don't be an asshole nobody wants to be around that have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The
1: Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark ToddHancock.ca.
8: Hi, my name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together, we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy, and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and re-watch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on socials at BufferingCast.